Hello and welcome. You are listening to Ask Gamblers podcast. This is a collective journey of exploring iGaming in every aspect, games, rules, promotions, through personal experiences and insights, all in order to build trusted relationships. I'm your host, Nikki Griffiths. Progressive jackpot slots are a popular and engaging type of online slots that attracts players worldwide. Can you guess why? It's due to their massive prize, of course. But how does the game actually work? Is their gameplay different from regular slots? How does the colossal pot get formed? We had an episode in our show about how online slots work. And by the way, if you're listening to us and haven't checked it out yet, don't forget to listen to the third episode of our show later. But today, we will dive even deeper into slot waters with Henrik Fagerland. He is Managing Director at NetEnt Malta and will tell us about progressive jackpot slots and comment on some of the most impressive wins. Thank you for joining us today, Henrik. Thanks for having me, Nikki. It's great to be here. No problem. Can't wait. Before we go into progressive jackpot slots, please introduce yourself to our listeners. How would you describe your role at NetEnt? Thanks again for having me. So happy to to introduce myself to the listeners and the players out there. My name is Henrik Fagerlund, and um, I've been in the uh, iGaming industry since 2005. That was first when I uh, joined the industry, so to say, and I'm so happy that I did. And it's it's such a dynamic, entertaining, ever-changing industry to be in. I couldn't be happier to be in this iGaming industry. And I started off working for a couple of the the gaming companies up in Scandinavia. So one of them was Puff.com. So it's a Finland-based iGaming operator, online casino. And then I started uh, going to the B2B side as it is called business to business, or in other words, to the game supplier or game provider side. So I've been with companies like uh, Boss Media, for you uh, uh, players who's been around for some time, you know, Boss Media Games. But then fast forward uh, a couple of years, I'm, I've been with NetEnt uh, since 2014. And um, I had a, such a great journey with NetEnt. I started off as head of game products. I was very much involved in, in everything around making, designing and making the games. In the creation, yeah. In the creation part. And um, um, I, of course, I was a manager, so I wasn't, I wasn't the one doing the, 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 all the ideation and, and designing, but I was heavily part of it. So I was, I was happy to be very much part of it. And then I got promoted into head of products and interim CPO. And then I became the CPO chief product officer. And then um, I was probably at, uh, I was joking the other day saying I was either at the right time at the right place, or I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. But I was promoted to managing director for Net and Malta uh, back in 20, uh, whenever it was 2018 something. And uh, last year, uh, NetEnt was acquired by Evolution Gaming since, uh, so I've been um, an employee of Evolution since 1st of uh, December 2020, and I am no longer a managing director for NetEnt Malta because those roles were simply discontinued. So now I'm actually uh, in Evolution Gaming, and I am now the director of something called Product Innovation. And that role, I guess, is 
still shaping as we speak, but I'm still kind of back into uh, game making, we can say, working together with Todd Househalter and then the brilliant game uh, product owners that I have uh, uh, working for me in my team. And I have a couple of other areas that I'm looking after. So sorry for long intro, but no, uh, no, I, that's I, I think fine. it, um, I guess I'm an old net and fossil, but now I'm an evolutioner. So I think that's me in a nutshell. And I happen to be extra happy to be on this podcast because I, I'm really, really enthusiastic and passionate about progressive jackpots. I hope that gives you a, a reasonable <laughs> intro. That's the perfect type of guest that we're after for this session then. <laughs> Hopefully. So yeah, that's great. That's really interesting. It's really good to know your background. And um, are, you, are you happiest in your product, in the product development area? I am super happy to be in, in products just in general. That's where I've spent a large portion of my career. But I, I would guess I am also just as happy working with business development or commercial mm. type matters uh, or just general management. But I, I'm, I'm very happy where I am now. And it's highly inspiring to be you know, part of uh, evolution. It's becoming such a powerhouse in the iGaming space with uh, not only themselves, so to say, but there's Isugi in there, there's uh, NetEnt, there's Red Tiger, there is uh, Big Time Gaming, which is now uh, part of the whole evolution group, so to say. And just recently, we also acquired another company called DigiWheel. So there's, I guess, evolution group, we can say is is made up of six different companies. So it's, it's quite interesting to be part of this um, journey, so to say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, really interesting. Just out of curiosity, working on developing online slots and creating slot features, have you ever tried playing these games yourself? Well, uh, the, the short answer is definitely yes, for sure. I do play quite a bit myself. I do play for real money when it comes to our competitors' games. But then when it comes to playing our own games, the current policy is that we're not allowed to play our own games. Oh. Uh, it's just a policy, and I guess it's the, the simple answer. The short answer is it's it's about integrity and risk. It's not appropriate to have employees playing uh, own games. Even though I am, I feel that there was a period where we did play, we're allowed to play our own games with certain restrictions, such as not betting uh, very high and, of course, not playing progressives because it would look pretty bad if a NetEnt employee would win on a NetEnt game, obviously. So we yeah. couldn't do that. But, yeah, for sure, I play a lot of the, the regular slots, so to say, but I do also play quite a bit of the, the progressive ones. Uh, uh, since I'm not playing uh, NetEnt, um, I guess that leaves us with some other main providers uh, like our esteemed competitors. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of progressive jackpots. Great, great. Do you think progressive jackpot slots still arouse the attention of players, even with so many new slots and features being launched every year? Short answer is yes, definitely. And I can uh, elaborate on that a little bit. If we start by looking just internally within the evolution group, if I look at the net and jackpot games and even the Red Tiger jackpot games, and I can see, you know, I, I have access so I can see the game performance of our own games. And I can see that they are still holding up really nicely, performing well with, with 
with lots of game rounds and, and um, activity on our own games. So that's just a good sign where I can back my, my yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, if I look outside, if I look externally, I can see many new progressive jackpot games being launched just in the last two years. As an example, if we look at our esteemed uh, competitor, Microgaming, they have the, the new WowPod series. It's called WowPod Jackpot series. And they have actually six games pointing at the very same jackpot pool. And then they have their Mega Moolah series, where they have nine games pointing at the same Mega Moolah uh, jackpot uh, pool, so to say. And we see uh, Blueprint Gaming. They have 24 games pointing at the same pool. So, so yeah, just by looking at the, let's call it the current supply, we can definitely say that there's a big demand for, for progressive jackpots uh, out there among the, the, the players. But of course, having said uh, all of this, not all the slot players are playing jackpot games, uh, of course, but, but there's definitely a big demand uh, for jackpot games among the slot players out there, for sure. And uh, although very exciting and dynamic, it seems that progressive jackpot slots are less feature-packed compared to new video slots. Do you agree with that? So um, I actually don't agree with that. Okay. So, um, and I will uh, try to explain why. And the simple answer is that when I look at our own progressive jackpot games, they are you know, filled with the, how to say, the normal features that you would uh, see in a normal game, normal slot game, so to say. So they say they have um, wilds, they have free spins, they have bonus games. And also when I look at our competitor games, they are quite packed with nice uh, set of features, you know, wilds, bonus games, uh, uh, free spins, and, and so on. So I would say that, that these games are more or less just as feature-packed. It's perhaps more on how the math design is being made and how we distribute the winnings but that's for later questions i think okay yeah <laughs> is the approach to progressive jackpot slots development different compared to regular video slots yes is the short answer and if i am to elaborate just briefly please it's the the, the difference is mainly when it comes to the so-called math design and how uh, how we balance the the so-called RTP, and uh, for you listeners and players out there who are a bit more seasoned and, and that are skilled, you know what RTP is, and that's return to player. And uh, it's really how that RTP is distributed in the game. Um, so in short, it's it, it, we distribute the RTP in the base game uh, itself, but then also we distribute some of the RTP into the different features, such as the free spins and the random wilds and the bonus games. But then also some of the RTP in these progressive jackpot games also goes into the uh, jackpot contribution. So it's really um, mainly on the math design that it differs. And then also there's a difference but that's perhaps not so much in the development side, but it, later on, once we have launched a game, um, there's also so-called operational differences because once a jackpot has fallen out, there's there's different procedures and protocols in place that we have to do to make sure everything is legit and you know that we have to pay it out. So there's more operationally to it, but the specific question was about development. And when it comes to development, it's, it's really on the math side, I would say. 
Are the progressive jackpot slots a good option for new players or are they better for more experienced ones? I think it could be really good for, it's, it's, it could be a very good option for new players. And I think the reason is these progressive jackpot games, they are normally giving the players a, a more, how can we say, a more gentle base game experience where you're given more entertainment for time, if you will, for, for your money, while you're still being able to win uh, that big life-changing win. And why am I saying this? This is as opposed to, let's say you have a, a non-progressive jackpot, but a, let's call it a highly volatile slot with a huge uh, win potential. Here, the game experience is much more rough. Your, your casino wallet can get drained quite quickly while chasing that big win in a, in a regular volatile slot. It's, uh, so I would say it's simply much less harsh to play a progressive jackpot game versus a highly volatile slot. Having said this, uh, the, maybe then the more seasoned players might be more price sensitive in, in terms of RTP and they perhaps prefer the more puristic and the, the volatile games. So I think that's the beauty of, of, uh, of slot players. There are no slot players alike and uh, there's a vast uh, range of, of preferences and likings out there. But there's a, there's a big fan base for, for jackpot slots. And, and I think new players, yes definitely could be a very, very good uh, option. Good to know. The interesting feature of this type of online slot is their progressive jackpot aspect, with prizes increasing the more players bet on the game. But how is the contribution percentage calculated? Yes, uh, another good question here. So let's take our uh, world-famous Mega Fortune game um, uh, as an example. And if you allow me to explain uh, very briefly, uh, the, the Mega Fortune game has three different jackpots. It has the smallest one, which is called the Rapid Jackpot. Here you have 1% of the stake going into building the Rapid Jackpot. And then there's the, the in-between jackpot, which is called the Major Jackpot. And here you have 1% of the stakes going into building that Major Jackpot. And then, of course, last but at least we have the mega jackpot where you have roughly 5.5% of the player stakes going into building that jackpot. And I think it really stems how the contribution percentage is calculated probably stems from back in the day when the game was designed. These percentages that I just mentioned, they were seen as a good balance between keeping uh, the base game interesting and entertaining while still making sure to build you know, a really good contribution to the actual progressive jackpot. And what more can I say? Um, I think it's good to know also that some of the contribution that that is made uh, is also set aside to build or rather to seed the next jackpot as we uh, obviously don't want to start uh, from zero uh, on the next jackpot when when the previous one has fallen out Um, so uh, that's just good to know take quite a long time yeah why does the contribution percentage differ from one provider to another i think it's first and foremost there wasn't and isn't any standard around this. So it has always been up to the providers to design uh, or come up with what they believe is a good and balanced percentage, uh, contribution percentage. And uh, uh, it's as simple as that. How does the provider come up with the initial value price of the part? This is a good question. And I think I, I probably have a 
reasonably a relevant answer, but I think this was probably inspired back in the day by by the land-based casinos and the initial price. You know, it has to be set attractive enough to get the players to try the game in the first place. So, so it was. I think we were inspired by that, but this was before my time at Netted, so I wouldn't know the precise reasoning behind the the, the current initial prices. But I, I think it's you know just conceptually, it's 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 all it's really about making sure you have an initial price that is attractive enough to get the players in there in the first place. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Progressive jackpot slots have lower RTPs than regular online slots, usually around 94 or 95%, while some NetEnt titles like Mega Fortune and Hall of Gods have higher RTPs. Why is that so? Does that affect the players' chances of winning? I wouldn't say that these uh, progressive jackpot slots have uh, lower RTP, actually. I would say it's rather so that the RTP in itself is distributed between the regular slot game. That includes, you know, the base game in itself and the regular features and versus the jackpot contribution. So in a way, uh, we can say that there's less RTP to be distributed in the base game in itself. but Overall, uh, you're still in it for the big win, so so it depends a little bit how you look at it. But if I am to respond to NetEnt specifically, I think we have probably had a, had a higher RTP on these uh, progressive games. But NetEnt in general, here of course I have to be proud of what we have done, is that we have always been a high RTP company and we have always looked at you know the players we want to give the players as much as possible back and we will continue to be trying to defend um, high RTP as much as we can but of course there's pressures from from various places to to lower the RTP but from our standpoint we try to really give the players as much as we can and uh, as a side note I'm um, happy to see that my boss, uh, Todd, um, he is uh, of the exact uh, same opinion. He's all about the players and, and, you know, trying to give the players as much as possible. So, um, yeah, in, in a regular slot, if you have a higher RTP, then your chances of winning are obviously higher and you will have more bang for your buck, so to say. So so I think it, it brings a more gentle game experience. Um, much more rewarding. Yeah, much more Literally. rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Great. Since RTP is a theoretical number, do you believe players should pay attention to it before spinning the reels of progressive jackpot slots? Or is it better to consider volatility instead? Could you tell us more about the role of volatility in a game? Yes, simply players should uh, pay attention to the RTP just in in general, uh, in, in a regular slot, but also in a progressive slot, because it's, as the name implies, RTP stands for return to player. and the higher the RTP, the better it is for the player. That's just as simple as it is. And a lot of the players do pay attention to this for sure. They are quite, um, I'd say, RTP sensitive or price sensitive. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, so I mean, higher RTP gives a better chance of winning and more entertainment for the money. That's for sure. And uh, again, this is really where NetEnt has always uh, stood out with quite high RTP in our games compared to, to a lot of the competitors. It's all about the players here. And going into volatility, I think it can easiest be explained by two statements, so to say. Either you win often or you win big. And it's almost like a scale. So if you look at win often, 
as on, uh, on one end of the scale and win big on the other end of the scale, it means that you cannot do both at the same time. But if you, if you win often, that means that you have a low volatile game. But if you win big, then you have a high volatile game. So I, I think it's almost easiest self-explanatory that, that you cannot win often and win big at the same time. It, mm. It's just on, then the, the math is not going to... It's going to be a couple of hundred percent RTP in that case. Yeah. <laughs> then, it, then it's a losing <laughs> proposition for everyone. But yeah, there's a, there's a huge trend for, for high volatile games in the last couple of years. And this has been, we can say it's been very much driven by the streamers, you know, uh, posting huge uh, wins on Twitch, YouTube, etc. Oh, right. And, and this is a very, very powerful thing. Uh, my personal opinion is that I'm not sure this trend will last though, because the game experience on a super volatile slot is just very, very harsh and, and you run out of uh, your casino balance in no time uh, while, while not getting any wins uh, because you don't win that often, basically. Some players suggest setting the max bet or, say, tracking the progress of the prize can boost your chances at hitting a progressive jackpot. On the other hand, some slots experts would say that these are all misconceptions. Can you please explain if this is true? Yes, and um, uh, the answer is it's true. And uh, it's the way to explain it is that, and it's actually quite simple, really. It's purely a, a matter of fairness to the players. And uh, you see, um, as a player, the more you stake, it also means the more you contribute to the to the progressive jackpot, and hence. We want to give the, the better are your chances of, of winning it. But uh, everyone can win, regardless of stake level, uh, everyone can win. But I think it's, uh, again, it's really a, a player fairness thing. And uh, I think NetEnt is not unique in this. I think uh, the, our competitors are, are, are looking at it the same way, more or less, I think, at least, uh, as far as I know from my own gaming <laughs> on, the, on, on the competitor slots um, and, you know, Again, uh, you know, the more you stake, the more you contribute, and it makes sense that you should be increasing your chances of winning thereby. I understand. But many players would wonder, is there a way to predict when a progressive jackpot slot will hit? It can't really be predicted with any super great precision, but let's say in theory it can be estimated when the jackpot has uh, is, is getting reasonably ripe so to say to fall out and there are actually um, there are many um, sites out there who are trying to predict you know jackpot fallouts and i think they are they are reasonably accurate but you know you, you cannot predict on a day or, or so but you can probably predict on a on a on a larger time scale so to say when you know in theory it's getting it's getting ripe so to say yeah. yeah, I hope that makes sense. It's, it wasn't a super clear answer, but it can't be. We can't give a clear um, answer on it. Okay. Mega Fortune, Hall of Gods, and Arabian Nights are some of the most popular progressive slots from NetEnt. What would you say is their secret ingredient? What other titles would you add to this list? Yeah, I, I would say. What they all have in common is probably the mat profiling in, in, in the sense that they are um, nicely balanced games 
such that they offer a very nice game experience in the base game uh, while still being able to win that life-changing win. So I think that the, the math profiling is done in a really, really good, nice, balanced way. Then, of course, they have super nice themes. Arabian Nights, it, it has a very distinct theme. And then Mega Fortune is, is kind of a luxurious theme. It, you know, you kind of feel dream away you kind of feel luxurious and rich while playing it and uh, you know the music everything uh, and, and it's it's an old game all these games are old but they they are they are kind of timeless they still hold up quite nicely i would say i would also add uh, um, a variant of mega fortune which is called mega fortune dreams and then one of our newer uh, games called divine fortune which is really really doing well in europe but also especially it has picked up super nicely in the US. Talking about becoming a millionaire, we've heard fantastic stories about progressive jackpot slot winnings. Last year, a lucky Swedish player hit NetEnt's mega fortune jackpot and won 2.6 million euros. What big win would you cite as the most impressive NetEnt progressive jackpot win? Yeah, that what you mentioned last year is a good one, but I, I do have, uh, I recall at least two or three um, even better ones. So we have one 11 million euro uh, record win on Mega Fortune by a Betsom player nice. from Norway. Um, at the time, it was the biggest win ever, but now it's probably the third biggest in history. And this was back in 2011, I think. It was a, a student with insomnia who got played some free spins, um, was awarded some free spins. So this was actually super low stake, but still that player won that big. So that was something I think the whole gaming industry remembered from 2011. And then we had a insane 17.8 million euro record win on Mega Fortune. That this was a, a puff player from Finland. And I think to this date, this is probably the second biggest ever and it happened in 2013. And then in more recent years, we have a huge uh, 7.8 million pounds uh, win um, on Hall of Gods uh, back in 2017. So so those are just a couple of good examples of, of the most impressive ones, I would say. Goodness me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the free spins one. Wow. Yeah, Imagine. Uh, that was some story. I'll just have a go at this and see what happens. Exactly. So our show is coming to an end. But before we finish... Let's imagine that you landed a major progressive jackpot. How would you spend the money? Oh, that question is something you just love to get that question, don't you? Uh, I would buy shares in iGaming companies that have tanked completely and way too much lately. <laughs> and then <laughs> I would uh, start an investment fund that gives some of its proceeds to good causes. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Wonderful. Lovely answer. So, ah, uh, thinking what I would do with that money. Oh, I think, I think I would let my husband retire, very early, very young, and I would buy a camper van, go travelling, and then the rest I would set up some kind of charity for our local homeless people. And I think that's a lot of money to win. So I think that would go quite a long way. Yeah, <laughs> Henrik, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. All right. Thanks. It's been a blast. This podcast is brought to you by Ask Gamblers, a leading iGaming platform on a mission to provide current and accurate information about online casinos worldwide. 
We hope you enjoyed today's topic. We would love to hear from you. So if you have a burning question or a topic, make sure to send us an email to podcast at askgamblers.com or visit our forum to share your thoughts. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and hit that follow button. If you'd like to know more about Ask Gamblers, you can check out our website, askgamblers.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Ask Gamblers. On behalf of our team, thank you for joining us.